You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So just as we're interested in boundary cases, so we've had the child who's not of the age of majority, but he is over nine years old. What's the the what's the legal significance of his of his sexual act, his sexual relationship? And we've had a sexual relationship between a man and someone who he's not married to. And what's the legal significance of that relationship? And now we're going to have a situation where there's complete confusion over the family structure completely. So the children of five women have got mixed up. Interesting that the Mishnah doesn't seem to be talking about the children of five men being mixed up. But from a halachic point of view, it would have exactly the same impact. But, okay, in this case, there, but it, it's the same impact. Maybe the Mishnah assumes that women are taking care of children and they, maybe they mix them up. I don't know. Maybe the Mishnah has got some view about women's ability to keep track of their children, which doesn't apply to men. I'm not sure. For whatever reason, the Mishnah begins with five women. So the children of five women got mixed up. And the five, by the way, is just an example, because we'll see as we go through these that we can run this example with any number of children. So what happened next? Higdilu, they grew up. That is the mixed up children. Higdilu hatarav Higdilu ha'ta'aruvot. The mixed up children grew up. Vinasunashim. Umetu. And they died. So what are we going to do now? Now, by the way, in order for this example to have any meaning at all, we must assume that each of the mixed up children had a brother. So in other words, the children of five women got mixed up, but these women had other, other sons. They must have had other sons because we're now going to talk about Chalitza and Yubum. So, and we're going to talk about five possible combinations. So we are going to assume, the Mishnah assumes that for each one of these mixed up sons, there's a brother who is not mixed up. We, and we know who he is. So, so we got five brothers who could potentially perform Yibum for five widows. Not just they could potentially perform Yibum, they are, we, we know that each one of the five brothers is obligated to perform Yibum with one of the five widows. The only problem is <laughs> he doesn't know which one. And furthermore, not only is he obligated to perform Yibum with each of the five widows, but if he gets it wrong, if he just marries the wrong widow, well, she's connected by Yibum to one of his other brothers. So he's actually marrying his brother's wife. He can't do that. So he's in a cash 22 situation. He can't do Yibum. He can't do marriage. What is he going to do? The Mishnah is going to suggest a way out of this. And you can see the Mishnah just loves playing with this game. So four brothers, four brothers are going to do, um, four brothers are going to, are going to accept chalitza from one widow. 
So she's going to do Chalitza four times. And then the fifth brother, I mean, I guess if she if she just wants to have Chalitza, by the way, she could just do Chalitza five times. Obviously, she obviously she can do Chalitza five times. I mean, I think that's a very simple solution to the problem. If they all do Chalitza five times, the whole problem is solved. But the Mishnah seems to be taking the view that it, it wants Yibum to be able to happen. It wants these widows to end up married to somebody. And of course, again, we're coming back to the fact that in terms of real economics, it was it, it might have been a it might have been financially disastrous, right, for a widow to be just left without a husband in the time of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah wants one of them, the Mishnah wants each of them to be able to have Yibum. So how's it going to work? Four of these brothers are going to perform chalitza for one widow. And one of them can then perform yibum. Why can he do that? Well, if that was his real, if that's his real sister-in-law, he's, he's not doing anything wrong. He's doing yibum. And if it's not his real sister-in-law, well, she's had chalitza. She's had chalitza from all the other brothers. So she's free to marry him. So she's basically free to marry him either via Yibum or via regular marriage. We've sorted the problem out for one widow. So what are we going now? What are we now going to do to the other four widows? Well, let's let's carve out now the other four widows, and we're gonna we're going to take the the take the brother who's already performed Yibum. He and three other brothers. So now he's going to take three brothers and he's going to perform chalitza for another widow. So she is now going to, um, she is, she's already performed chalitza for one of the brothers, but she's now going to perform chalitza for another three. And once she's done this, she's free. And one of them, one of them can perform Yibum. And it's the same argumentation. If it's his real sister-in-law, that's fine. He's done Yibum. But if it's not his real sister-in-law, she's received Chalitza from everybody. And um, she's free to marry him. And the way it works out, the Mishnah concludes, Each widow, each, wid each widow has got chalitza four times and yibum once. So each widow gets essentially four chalitzas and one yibum. So they're all happy. Everybody is sorted out. That's an easy situation. Let's take one which is a bit trickier, which actually has some forbidden relationships embedded in it. And we're going to look at a situation where these... these um, archetypal characters i'm i'm going to call i'm going to call the mother rebecca and she's got two sons she's got fred and she's got bob bob and alice get married and bob and alice have a son called charlie so rebecca rebecca the grandmother now has a son has sons called fred and bob and she has a grandson called charlie what happens charlie and fred get mixed up her son and her grandson get mixed up. And of course, we're in the Mishnah of Yibum. So um, they're going to die. They're going to die. We need to figure out what to do next. 
Let's have a look at the Mishnah. So a child of a woman was mixed up with a child of her daughter-in-law. That's basically her grandson. Um, and the mixed up children grew up and they got married and they died. And again, we're assuming, we're assuming that there, there are kind of, there are other brothers around. So what are we going to do? So that the, the other sons of the daughter-in-law, in other words, the, the Charlie's brothers, Char- and we're assuming Charlie's got other brothers, but in other words, the, the, the grandchildren, the grandchildren. The sons of the daughter-in-law, they have to perform chalitra, and they can't contract yibum. Because she might be the wife of his brother, but she might be the wife of his father's brother. It's a forbidden relationship to marry your uncle at least in that direction. So the sons of the daughter-in-law have to perform, the sons of the daughter-in-law have to perform chalit, so they can't do yibum. Uvnei hazukena, but the son, the sons of the grandmother, the son of the grandmother, in this example is Fred. Fred's the direct son, Rebecca's the grandmother, Fred's the direct son. They're in a different position. Yeah, that they're one generation up. They're one generation up. Uvneas kena, the sons of the grandmother, Ocholtsin, Omiyabim, they can either do chalitza or they can do yibum. Shehu safek eshet achiv eshet ben achiv. Because this person might be, might be the, you know, their real sister-in-law, or it might be the wife of their nephew. And the wife of their nephew is actually permitted to them. What if, what if the kosher sons died? So the ones who are not mixed up die. It works in exactly the same way. The mixed up sons of the, the mixed up sons of the, of the grandmother have to do chalitza and they cannot do yibum. They have to pull chalitza. They can't have yibum because it's uncertain whether she's the wife of his brother or the wife of his father's brother. And the grandchildren, as far as the grandchildren are concerned, one does chalitza and one and the other can have yibum. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.